Hello and welcome to Yikes. That's amazing. I'm your host Pearl and I tell stories that are creepy, crazy, and that keep you on the edge of your seat. I'm your host Nathan and I tell stories of positivity, inspiration, and determination. We're best friends. We're roommates and we're here to tell you some cool stories. All right, guys. Welcome to episode 19. Yes, welcome. Um, We have another month-themed um, episode for you. Yes, the month of March. The month best of month March. of the year. Okay, second to June. Because it's my birthday month. Nathan's birthday month. Yes. So, that's very exciting. Very soon. Yeah, um, I got less like, than two weeks away. Yes, yeah, so um, exciting. So, as per usual, we're going to share some, like, some monthly observances and daily observances that happen throughout March that I think are, like, kind of funny and quirky. Kinda cool, quirky. And then I've got a couple mini things to talk about, and Nathan has a couple of mini things, sort of crime-related, and then some cool history stuff from Nathan. Yeah. Um. So, I will start out with... um. My like quick facts quick first, facts. and then okay, we can cool. get into the and then mini. We can get into our little mini things. All right, so I'm gonna start with monthly observances. Okay, for March. what do we got? First, we have National Peanut Month. Yes, I Fucking love peanuts. Love peanuts. What's your favorite like peanut? I wrote, what's your favorite peanut butter context? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's gotta be the best. It's the best. Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, what is my like favorite what's form your of peanuts? favorite? Yeah, peanut butter treat or whatever. Ooh, gosh, there's so many good uh, peanut butter pretzels. First ooh, of all, a classic. Um, you mean like dipping them in peanut butter? Well, that, but also like peanut butter <gasps> filled pretzels. Oh. Those. Oh yeah, I always used to dip like regular peanut butter or also that. Uh, pretzels in peanut butter as a kid. Um. A also, my every like my mom would always give me this for like snacks at school or like if you're going on like hikes or just like whatever like just Ritz with peanut oh. butter in the middle. Just classic, God. simple. Yeah, can I never used go to wrong. have those a lot too. Honestly, like. Every single peanut butter thing is my favorite. Uh, but like in the morning, a English muffin with some peanut butter. I put peanut butter on like a banana. So good. PB&J still slaps. PB&J slaps harder than ever as an adult. Yeah. Toast the bread. Yes. Uh, actually, I've never done that. But you also, wait, you, what's your no, weird thing? No, you do jam on I do jam on, on grilled, cheese. grilled cheese. And, and don't fucking knock it before you try it because it's really good. I converted my boyfriend. He used to shame me, but now, sneaky little bastard. Actually, no, he admits to it now. He's like, yeah, you were right. It's delicious. I've never actually tried it, but. I mean. I don't know. I feel like, like now I'm Think more about the fucking charcuterie board that I, you've had. I was it's the just same about exact to say, damn thing. Yeah. Okay, you just whatever. hate me. Yeah, well. Throwback to when you used to make fun of me for eating applesauce pouches and rice cakes, and you eat both of those things now. You're not wrong. 
Moving okay. on. Peanut but butter's the best. Also, another thing, rice cakes, peanut butter, mm-hmm. another another good one uh, that I have. I literally I will don't admit, eat rice cakes any them. other way. No, I literally, because I didn't also, I also didn't start I mean, eating them until like recently. Avocado, but, but I mean, peanut butter's just. But peanut butter true. and a drizzle of honey. Yes. In your set. Drizzle of drizz. Drizzle of drizz. Okay, moving on. We okay. have a little more serious, actually a lot more serious. Um... But not the most serious. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, a National Social Work slash Workers oh, Month. Oh, So I said praise social workers and also like you poor, poor babies. Yeah. Underpaid, overworked, but you have balls of steel and, and you're hearts doing the good of gold. Work. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, well, you kudos. You said day or month? Month. Month. Good. Yeah. Nice. Good. They deserve So, I mean, usually within a month, there's like a specific day that is Yeah, that makes but, sense. But, you know. Yeah. Um, March is also the month of awareness for many different conditions, um, such as endometriosis, multiple sclerosis, sorry, cerebral palsy, and also developmental disabilities awareness month. Wow. Um, which I think are all things that we could be more educated about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because many of these things don't present themselves physically and you know, we're not always the most... We don't always assume the best of people or Ugh, I don't know. I've been trying to be better at that. Consider that they might have other difficult things going on in their lives, which yeah. on that note, let's just take this as a reminder to remember that people like just because they seem like they might be doing fine or like doesn't mean that they are. Doesn't mean that their life isn't in shambles. So yes. just remember that be kind There's to others, be kind to yourself. shit going on behind closed doors that you don't know about. Exactly. I mean, think about, like, how often you wish people gave you more sympathy. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking at myself while I say this. You're too. like, be nice. Also, I was going to s- mention, I've worked with many, many women who deal with endometriosis at, like, many of my food service jobs. And, like, that's something that is, that can be debilitating. And I've seen people just have to work, like, 10, 12-hour shifts through that shit. Um, What? I actually don't know what endometriosis is. um, a condition that causes tissue to grow in places it's not supposed to. Oh, okay, okay, Um, yeah. Which just, it can, I mean, it has a lot of different side effects, but mainly it's very painful um like that sounds awful yeah so yeah and they'll just literally like the type of shit to make you throw up and pass out and they're just working through it so i mean i'm i also want to say probably many people you know have that and that is something they deal with month to month yeah so if you deal with that fucking kudos to you because ouch yeah. Ouchie mama. Ouchie mama. Okay. No, thank you. Moving on to day observations. Ooh, okay. March 4th is Employee Appreciation Day, Aww, which wait. I do not feel oh, appreciated at most of the jobs. I'm going to tell my boss to appreciate me tomorrow. Yes. Just kidding. I do feel appreciated at my job. I was going to say, honestly, like your job and maybe like one of the other jobs that I've had, 
I actually feel like I was appreciated that. Yeah. But other than that, largely no. Yeah. No. Even if I was like surface part. level appreciated, you know, people, uh, companies could do a lot more for their employees. I'll just say that. Yeah. I know. Working at a few specific large corporations that I will not and I mean, name <laughs> did not have a super great time <laughs> <laughs> working there. Um, yeah. Anyone who's worked retail or food service knows. Also, I just want to say you can fucking tell if someone's worked retail or food service just by hanging out with them wh- like around wait staff or something oh, like yeah. that. Like even if even if it's not that bad, like you can always tell. Except I uh, I mean like I brought this up multiple times but an old friend of ours that I will not name that uh, oh. we uh, I would regularly go out with their family out to eat and they would treat the wait staff like shit and like not complete shit but there was just like weird things that they would do like like things that they would ask the waiter and like the it also assume that the wait staff just thought that they were the best customers ever even though they're asking for like all this like super <laughs> random shit and then like if the waiter wouldn't come back in a certain amount of time to pick up the bill they would like deduct a dollar from the tip every minute that they weren't back because they thought it was taking too long and i was oh like God. that's me- and they would their excuse of it was oh yeah we've all worked in food service we know how it is i'm like it's not like this doesn't have to be oh my god gross anyway um yeah anyway um so march 7th is national cereal day which that's my mom's birthday i've been on oh nice does your mom like cereal uh, i think she eats it sometimes i mean <laughs> i feel like I, mean, I don't know anybody that like doesn't like cereal, <laughs> right? Because I feel like that's like you get into a cereal phase every once in a while. At least that's how I am. Like, yeah, I'll go through a phase for like a month where I'm like, oh, I'm just really into cereal. Fruity and Pebbles keep... and Chocolate Pebbles, um, my two faves. Interesting. Um, I'm a classic girl when it comes to cereal. I love Fruit Loops. I have noticed, and I also love what's the other one that I love. Mm. Oh, Captain Crunch. Oh, yes. Okay. Captain Crunch is so fucking good. Captain Crunch can do whatever Throbbing. he wants to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. And cereal milk. And I will no. say, I thought I was going to be a lot more disappointed by eating cereal with dairy-free milk because us lactose intolerant girlies know how it is it's i not just fun. knew from day one that it was just better to eat cereal oh i'm so milk. glad i didn't forget to mention this thank <laughs> you for bringing that up you're welcome please because join I feel me in very hating on nathan about this subject yeah because he, this man literally never seen him once in my life we've been friends for how long like 10 like fucking 10 years, years now something like that he doesn't eat cereal with milk he eats it with his fingers dry <laughs> Out of a bowl. I'm like, why don't you just open the bag, you fucking animal? Um, also, I I've literally never met someone who doesn't agree with me about this. I did. I was talking to my manager about it the other day. And yeah, she said she does doesn't want to harass sometimes. you. Oh, yeah. It's like a baby snack, like Cheerios. Yeah. Okay, well. Exactly. I'll, I'll try Thank and see you. like that. It's literally like granola. Yeah. You can't but find me on that. Granola eat is basically a bowl just full of granola with their hands. Maybe you don't. 
I do. A bowl of plain granola. I can't even get into <laughs> this. I'm getting fucking heated, you guys. <laughs> okay, March 13th this year. My birthday. Um, it, it This changes every year, but daylight savings. Yeah. Um, And I just Wait, wanted to bring it up because I fucking hate daylight savings. That's the, wa- that's the, the bad one. one. Yeah, it's the bad one. Dang I was it. thinking the same thing. I was like, is this the bad one or the good one? I think that or the less year, shitty Even one. though like the other one already happened, I always think this. like, Well, I, it didn't already happen because it's March. The, uh, like last year yeah like, of course it happened already because it's a fuck well yeah but what that's I'm, how time works what okay what <laughs> i'm trying to get at is like it was like six months ago that this happened last so i should remember which one the next one is when the last one happened six months also ago. it's in november for your information the other one's in november oh wait <laughs> <laughs> I literally time oh, is an so illusion. I'm so glad that I don't really listen to these back, so I don't have to hear my laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> anyway, um, also reading about daylight savings made me want to look up because I know many places don't do daylight savings. Ugh, Less than forty percent of the world uses daylight savings. Yeah, I believe it. And even like. Some places in the U.S., like Hawaii and Alaska. Arizona doesn't use it. I think it's Hawaii and Arizona that don't. Um, There might be more, but yeah, fucking stupid. Literally unnecessary. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Like, sometimes the one where you get more daylight is like... It's nice, but but you also have to wake up earlier for it. body off. Yeah. Like, what? That's not normal. Yeah, it's like, let's just... uh, shift time zones twice a year yeah like what the why so stupid okay last but certainly not least and i thought you would like this quite a bit and i'm glad that we're doing this at the beginning of the month so we can actually appreciate these days um march 21st is international day of forests so in 2012 the un declared march 21st as the first annual international day of forests to quote this is from their website celebrate and raise awareness of the importance of all types of forests end quote um and on their website they talk about how kind of when we're living in our day-to-day lives doing things that seemingly do not relate relate to the forest Lots of things can be linked back to forests. Yeah. And obviously forest deforestation and stuff is a huge part of climate change. So it's kind of just meant to encourage countries and communities and whatever to participate in like, you know, climate action type activities and like just foresty things yeah i love that and there's so I spend many different at least 25 percent of my time yeah, there's in the so forest. many different types of forests and like everywhere you go in the world forests are completely different and they all have yeah. their own ugh, i mean even just it. going from like western washington to eastern washington yeah. it's like different yeah, trees which crazy. is so weird i love it yeah it's yeah. crazy different climates okay so that's the end of my march facts nice um nice. well obviously not because we have more but like, well yeah we got a, facts. we got a couple we got a couple of s- little stories little and then a couple of story stories um do you want to go first or yeah do you want me to go sure first? Okay, okay yeah i'll do this one first um 
So on March 1st, 1985, New Zealand's Prime Minister argued against the use of nuclear technology on the Oxford Union debate stage. Uh, one of the things he said was, the best defense which can be made of their existence and the threat of their use, it is as we have th heard tonight that they are a necessary evil and abhorrent means to a desirable end. I hold the character of nuclear weapons is such that their very existence corrupts the best of intentions, that the means, in fact, pervert the end. I, and I hold that their character is such that they have brought us to the greatest of all perversions, the belief that this evil is necessary, as it has been stated tonight when it, in fact, is not. Two years later, under the New Zealand uh, Nuclear Free Zone Disarmament and, and Arms Control Act of 1987, New Zealand banned nuclear-powered or armed ships from entering New Zealand. Uh, from entering New Zealand, although this act did not ban land-based nuclear power plants, no proposed plant has ever been uh, has ever made it uh, past the inspection phase. And today, New Zealand is powered largely like over 80% by renewable energy sources such as geothermal, hydro, wind, and bioenergy. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, I looked up that speech in that video. Yeah. And watched some other parts of the speech and, and read about like people who were there and they were talking about how like it was honestly a groundbreaking thing yeah because that's pretty much been the most successful like anti-nuclear campaign that's yeah. ever really happened like it's been super successful and obviously for a long time and people were hoping that nuclear energy was going to divert off right. of coal and obviously exactly. like to a point it's a cleaner energy but it can be very unstable and very dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Um and people were just talking about how he wasn't like the most uh, basically like he wasn't the most eloquent speech maker but like uh -huh. it was a super important and like I don't know really cool thing that he yeah. did that and yeah i don't know yeah i think that's pretty sick pretty sick and huh? i like that new zealand is so like so much of their energy is renewable. oh yeah no like new zealand i i want to go to new zealand so bad someday one day i'll make it there <laughs> i just think of kj app <laughs> <laughs> in his weird ass tiktoks oh uh, they are just as weird as the show that he is on if not weirder somehow yeah yeah mm. okay so weirdly i have another one from your birthday oh go for it so we're gonna talk a, a, a short little bit about john wayne gacy oh okay. yeah Thanks. um so trigger warning assault um and death of minors i'm not gonna get like into the details of this but this is a pretty fucking brutal story so just just keep that in mind if you know anything about john wayne gacy you know if so you know, you know if you know you know on march 13th but the date of this specific thing is good so oh, okay on march 13th 1980 John Wayne Gacy was convicted of murdering 12 young boys and men, although he is known to have murdered at least 33, and he was sentenced to death. 
oh. on that day. Oh, good. Yeah. So the reason it was only 12 uh, related to which murders occurred after Illinois' statute on capital punishment came into effect. Oh, so, okay. I guess that like makes sense. But a decent amount of the way through his murders. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously, he uh, still went to prison and got a death sentence, so... Um, so, um, born in March of 1942, also born in March, in Illinois to an abusive alcoholic father who beat Gacy and his siblings, as well as their mother. Uh, Gacy learned as a child to toughen up and hide his emotions, which became a huge problem when he began to struggle to face his homosexuality. Yeah. As an adult, Gacy was active and well-liked in his community, often organizing and participating in local events and gatherings. He also had a quirky little side hustle where he was a part of a local Chicago area group called the Jolly Joker Clown Club, which Ugh, I'm not gosh. trying to knock clowns in general yes, because I- I'm just terrified of them. And I'm also like, Anyone who goes into a career that is specifically geared towards entertaining children needs to be like s- vigorously looked into. Um. Well, yeah. Grown but men. Obviously, that that was uh, not the case back no, in the day. No, not not back in these days. And yeah. Anyway. Um, so the members of the Jolly Joker Clown Club would perform at children's parties and charity events and things like that, which, you know, regular clown shit. Yeah, back um, in the day. His infamous alias really... was Pogo the Clown. Oh, yeah, I've heard that I'm before. Like, I don't know what it is about that word, but I don't fucking like it. No, I don't like that at it's all. It's probably because it's attached to him and he's a m- horrible monster. Yeah. Um, and this is also clearly why he earned the nickname The Killer Clown. Which, again, I just... Terrifying. Uh, I feel like if you're not at least a little afraid of clowns... Then there's something I'm wrong scared. with you. <laughs> I'm scared. As an adult... Oh, sorry. I already read that. Um, his victims were boys ranging from around the ages of 14 to 21, roughly, based on estimates of the victims that they were able to identify. He would lure them to his house, often with the promise of work. Uh, He owned his own construction company or some other reward. He would then, long story short, sexually assault them and for most of the victims, strangle them to death with either his hands or a piece of rope. After multiple sexual assault charges and time in prison, Gacy was out and murdering. So he went to prison and got charged for multiple Sexual assaults. assaults. And then after he got out from that, then then he started started murdering. murdering? Oh, God. Yeah. So this guy's fucking insane. Um, After a boy named Robert Peast uh, went missing, it was and it was concluded that Gacy was the last person to have seen him. His home was staked out by the police. This led to the discovery of 29 bodies hidden in the crawl space of his house. And eventually to four more in the Des Plaines River. <sighs> the jury rejected his plea of supposed insanity and found him guilty of all 33 murder- murders, murders after a short period of deliberation. which It was like two hours, which is, I mean, for a jury deliberation, that's, that's pretty fucking quick. That's not very long, yeah. 
and then he was charged for the 12 and given his death sentence and he was executed by lethal injection in 1994. Wow. Okay, so he was gone before trash. we even were yeah. born. Nice. Um, oh, God. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff to learn about that. And <sighs> maybe someday I'll talk about the victims or something. But ugh, this is just a really, That's really a terrible case. story. And fuck that guy and yeah fuck that guy i don't know what else to say yeah <laughs> truly <laughs> yeah okay on to the next on to the next on to the next okay so another one for my birthday um on march 13th a little earlier uh in uh, 1781 an english astronomer by the name of william herschel discovered the planet uranus just gonna say it like uranus. that uranus <laughs> he discovered uranus um <laughs> he discovered your mom's <laughs> anyway so william herschel discovered the planet uranus for the first time uh by complete accident he was studying the stars with a magnitude of eight which without going into like a bunch of detail means that they cannot be seen by the naked eye um while making his observations, he noticed something super faint passing in front of the stars in their fixed positions, making it clear that this object was closer. Um, and then later on, William and others realized that this was another planet orbiting the sun and that astronomers had actually been seeing your Uran- <laughs> had been seeing Uranus. I you can't. can say Uranus. I'm going to say Uranus because I'm literally not going to be able to do it without <laughs> laughing. And I think that's like also the pr- the correct pronunciation. I, I think isn't it, it is. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, so astronomers had been seeing Uranus since uh, 1690, but they never noticed it. Uh, King George the Third was very pleased with the discover with this discovery. So, um. So much that he knighted William Herschel, made him his courtroom astronomer, uh, gave him a stipend, and asked him to move uh, so that the royal family could look through his telescope themselves. Uh, William was able to quit his day job and focus fully on his astronomical studies, which was good because he ended up discovering several moons and thousands of other space objects. Um, and he is credited for coining the term asteroid uh, among numerous other accomplishments. Also wanted to note that his sister Caroline uh, was his assist- assistant until he died and that she played some super important roles in his research, such as doing many of the mathematical equations. Uh, she was the first female to discover a comet and later discovered seven more, along with many other astrological discoveries. When William was employed by the king, uh, so was Caroline, uh, making her the first paid professional female astronomer. Hell so, yeah. Very interesting. Also, when I'm, you read Astrological, my brain was just like, the volume on this bus is, is, it, is that what it is? Astronomical? I That TikTok. I don't remember that one. Oh my God. Pro- I've probably seen it. You know how oh, I am you with know, TikTok you, audios. You've definitely I'm seen sure it. I probably have. It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was some cool... Yeah, honestly, I love having space to do with facts. my birthday. Mm. Space and facts, Uranus. Yes. My birthday. And my anus. And Uranus. Okay. 
So anyway, <laughs> sorry for my my throat clearing. Um, so next up, I have another story that I won't tell you the title of. On March twenty fifth, nineteen ninety, a man named Julio Gonzalez was at a social club in the West Farms neighborhood of the Bronx, which is in New York City. If you live under a rock, the Bronx, the Bronx. Um, he had gotten into an argument with his ex-girlfriend who basically told him to GTFO. She was a coat checker at this club. So they uh. got into the argument at the club oh, and then no. a bouncer kicks him out around 3 a.m. He could be heard screaming drunken threats before walking down the street to a gas station and paying $1 to fill up a small container with close to a gallon of gasoline. Wait, how big was this? Uh, how big was this container? Probably a gallon. <laughs> yeah, I think it said it was like three quarters of a gallon. Okay. So I don't know if the container was full. And I think it was a random gas can that he had fa- like found on the way over. Oh, like so. us literally the other day yeah. when I ran out of gas in my car. And Nathan ran out of gas like literally 0.2 seconds away from our house. And then he came running up the stairs, threw open the door and was like, I need you to drive me to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was hilarious. But when we went to the gas station, there were no more gas cans to be sold. And then the attendant was like, some guy stole one and I didn't know what was in it. So I threw it away. You can go find it if you want. So we did find it and we did use it. And, and it was free and it probably had piss or something in it. Probably. Um, but I got piss in your core. In my core. <laughs> for That's good for your core. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Um, so he fills up this <laughs> cup with gasoline. With gasoline. Now, this club was unlicensed and had little to no safety measures in place, which there were kind. a lot of unlicensed clubs in New York City at the time. And probably Did you say still. this was like the 80s or something? The 90s. 90s. It was 1990. Oh, okay. Uh, a barely working sprinkler system, no fire exits, not to mention that this building was structed. It constructed. It was structed. <laughs> Um, at least like the inner parts, uh, with very flammable materials. Nice, Classic. nice, 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 nice. Uh, the club had been ordered to close its doors sixteen months previously, but clearly this was not enforced because the club was, was operating. Poppin'. Um, anyway, back to the story. Uh, Julio shows back up with his container of gasoline splashes it on the on the stairs to the club which was the only entrance or exit and lit up two matches instantly setting the building ablaze although the fire department showed up within three minutes and the fire was extinguished in five minutes almost nobody escaped the club reports say that around two to five people may have escaped but 87 people died in the fire that day. Oh, my God. Some of them had attempted to punch a hole through the wall to the neighboring business to escape, but were unsuccessful. The deadly smoke spread so quickly. I mean, if that timeline's correct, these people literally all died in under 10 minutes. That's insane. Most deaths were from smoke inhalation, obviously, but also trampling as people tried to escape. Some people had died so quickly from the inhalation that they were found with drinks still in their hands. That's fucked up. One of the most tragic aspects of this story is that guests attending the club that night were almost all young Hondurans from the 
New York Garifuna American Garifuna American community, which if you don't know who that is, the Garifuna were Afro-Indigenous people who were exiled by the British from their home of the island of St. Vincent to the coast of Honduras, and many of them eventually settled in Belize, Guatemala, Nicaragua, and other countries and areas in Central America. So this was a community of those people um, who were celebrating Carnival, which is the Catholic tradition that comes before Lent. It's like a kind of Mardi Gras type thing. That's kind of the same thing. The Catholic version of Mardi Gras. Well, I mean, that's like where it comes from. That's literally (laughs) the stem of the tradition. I mean, Carnival. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally like, look it up. Um, Read a book, sweaty. So that uh, so this community lost nearly a hundred people in Ugh. ten minutes, which is That's really fucking sad. So fucked up. One of the people that was able to escape was actually Julio's ex-girlfriend that he got into the argument with. So Her the name reason is Lydia. he did that, yeah, uh, yeah. She wasn't even not that I'm like oh and it would have been she was the one died, who was but. able to be like yeah it was him so thank God Good. she yeah thank God she escaped so she told investigators the next day and when Julio was apprehended he admitted to starting the he admitted he was just like yeah it was me and he was eventually charged with eighty seven counts of arson and eighty seven counts of murder, receiving a twenty five to life sentence for each of those charges. Oh so wow. like thousands Ooh. of years. I mean, yeah. Um he died in prison in twenty sixteen of a heart attack. Dang. It's like, bro, bro, like chill out. Yeah. Go home. What what's that audio the sheriff who's like, go home. Drink a 7-Up. Eat a moon pie. Stop murdering people. Stop murdering people. Like, literally, chill the fuck out for 10 minutes. Don't find a gas can on the side of the road. Go home. Yeah. Take your pants off. Put your feet in some some tea. warm water or something. Do something. Calm yourself. Oh, my God. It's just like, because you got angry. The reason they got in an argument was supposedly because he was... Telling her that he wanted her to quit her job. And she was like, get the fuck out, dude. I'm yeah. done with you. Like, fucking loser. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then just fucking kills this entire community, community that was literally celebrating that some something that means, like... <sighs> something very significant to them. Yeah, and just, like, just truly the meaning of celebration. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, I'd never heard of that, and uh, it was yeah, me neither. Like That's one of the deadliest crazy. fires. I think it was like the deadliest fire since the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. Oh yeah, which, we which were just talking I was about just talking day. about earlier today. Um. Anyway, yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy and very stuff. sad. Yeah, and I'm glad that he got punished for yeah, it. Yeah, literally I mean, twenty-five to life for geez. all eighty-seven people. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty, Pretty crazy. crazy. All right. All right. Well, shall I get to my main story? I have one more short one, so I can read it after yours or before yours. It depends on what you what you want. Um, I mean, 
you should just go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because, yeah. Cause that's yeah. my reason. I don't have, like, a long story. You should so. go for it because, yeah. Because, yeah. Okay. So, today I'm going to talk. I'm, I'm talking like I'm starting the episode. Today I'm Today. going to be talking about. Um, this is the death of Karen Newman. Trigger warning for child neglect and child death. You I really will just leave uh, it at that. like that theme, huh? I don't like that theme at all, but I feel like these assholes need. This needs to be talked about because this is fucked up and this stuff's still happening. So without further ado. On March 23rd, 2008, 11-year-old Madeline Kara Newman, or just Kara as most people called her, passed away in her Wisconsin home after going into a coma due to, to, due to diabetic ketoacidosis. Her parents, Leilani and Dale Newman, believed and still do believe that illness is caused by a spiritual attack or sin and is a test of faith. They believe that the prayer that prayer can basically heal anything and that visiting a doctor is akin to idolizing someone over God. Ah. Uh, you know, yeah. casual beliefs. Yeah. Her father had noticed his daughter growing weaker and slower for about 2 weeks or more before her death, but attributed these symptoms to puberty. Yeah, I usually just like yeah. am on death's door when I'm going. Literally, to she was legit on death's door, and they were like, "Oh, this is puberty. She's just sleeping." He said she was in sleep mode. Yeah, I remember. Puberty and God sleep was going to cure her, and it's like, okay, so when's he going to fucking gonna do cure it? Cure her of puberty because she's dying. Yeah. So, um, Kara had become extremely weak she was losing a lot of weight and she became unable to walk and her legs started to turn blue so some of leilani's family uh i believe it was her mother and her sister learned about what was going on with kara and begged them to take her to the hospital or to at least give her a pedialyte or something Uh and they refused and said that if they were to like give her treatment that that would take away glory from god even a fucking pedialyte it's like it's like a that's pedialyte. It's it's not a even drink. medication like it's literally not that's just the day before kara's death her father sent out an email asking for emergency prayer for their daughter and stating that she was quote very weak and pale at the moment with hardly any strength unquote yeah that's yeah putting it seems it like lightly. a time for the fucking hospital not uh, like pray on the way to the hospital how yeah. about that uh they invited a couple that had similar beliefs and faith to come to their house and pray over carol with them but upon seeing her they urged um the parents to get her medical attention right away they were like this shit ain't right like yeah she's dying that night saturday she falls off the toilet and slips into a coma <sighs> At this point, Dale is like actually scared and wants her to wants to take her to the hospital. But Leilani's like, no, the Lord will heal her, will heal her. She's in a coma. Uh, After a while, her breathing that had deepened and become really labored started becoming a little easier, which they took as a sign of divine healing. Leilani then feeds her chicken broth through a syringe and soon afterwards she stops breathing completely. 
A relative and the couple that had been there to pray for Kara had both called emergency services. And when they arrived, Dale, who was apparently CPR certified, was doing compressions on her. If he was CPR certified, he should have known that you don't give someone some someone that is unconscious anything by mouth because they will asphyxiate and die. Yeah, I was wondering. I, I was like, I thought I... You I've never been CPR like, certified, but I was like, I thought I knew something like common, that. I feel like, I feel like common adult sense of somebody who has like four children would just know. Like, why would you feed someone something if they were passed, passed out? out? Yeah. That, like, that's not how weird. that works when you're in a coma. Furthermore, the labored breathing caused by the ketoacidosis um was caused by the ketoacidosis and when she started breathing more easily it was in fact the opposite of a sign of healing but rather one that showed her body was beginning to give up and shut down yeah that sounds about right her parents literally after she died they believed that she that god would resurrect her they were like we're gonna do an autopsy on her and they're like oh you won't need that she's gonna come back to life that's some like heavy heavy yeah Uh, this is i i wanted to say like um we know that this is not normal christian religion no i have my beef with you know christianity and whatnot i've come from christianity i have respect for it and i know a lot of people who are still in that religion and this is not common no whatsoever i've never met anybody who has anything close far to these extremes like nowhere close like god it's it's extremism that's for sure yeah so in many states uh there are exemptions exemptions that basically allow parents to withhold medical attention from their children if it goes against their against their beliefs aka if they believe that prayer is a substitution for medical, medical attention. attention yeah i said aka if they think prayer can cure you of a diabetic coma um and i do want to note speaking of that that they the doctors were like up until the day of her death, easily could have done could something have about been it. Been cured, like yeah. you're, you know, like they could have saved her. Yeah, like, easily. Um. Yeah. Oh, and I also so was up. like, I don't want to. I don't want to mock prayer. I'm like hypersensitive about like pissing people off, but I, I'm not mocking prayer or anything. Like, no, if no. If that's not something at all. you believe in, that you think you know, really helps or it, it makes you feel better or whatever if it's something you believe in yeah. by all means but like you do not endanger your children yeah that's yeah. insane simply they don't have a choice they're kids they don't know what's going on exactly um so the couple had separate trials and on october 6 2009 they were sentenced to 10 years probation and six months jail time to be served over six years one month at a time alternatively so just kind of basically no punishment in out of jail here and there willy-nilly reminds me of someone yeah um there have been an astounding number of cases with a shocking similar shockingly similar story across the u.s from other christian extremists (sighs) 
Um, also, I was going to, don't want to forget to mention, they almost got away with saying that they were not going to give the rest of their children medical attention if they needed it. Like but they the, basically the, straight up said that. It became a condition of their probation that they had, had to. to have, you know, like scheduled visits and whatever they had to. I just loved reading. They had to care for their children as a uh, as condition of their probation. Like, like oh. Oh. Interesting. What the okay. Fuck. God. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's those law those loopholes still exist and in like recent times. I mean, it's not something that happens all the time cuz you have to have really extreme views to do yeah. something like this, but it's not uncommon. Yeah. So I'm sure definitely back in the day it was even more common. Yeah, I mean, over like the past 10 years this has happened like many times. So S- Yeah. Love it. It's really sad. Um Rest in peace, Kara. Yeah. And now we're going to switch things up a little bit switch and up. get happier. Happier for the m- most part. My my story has some uh not We're going to talk so about some bits. cool history. We're going to talk about some cool history. All right. So, for my March story, I am going to be talking about the founding of March. <laughs> For my Mariarch story, (laughs) uh, I'm going to be talking about the founding of the National Park Service and the history behind it. Um, This is a pretty exciting topic for me to cover. Um, And with it being Women's History Month, which you also, which I didn't fucking mention at the beginning of the episode, it's goddamn Women's History Month, which is the best ever. Yeah. I know. I'm we surprised love that, that wasn't in your. Well, I already know I'm gonna tell like the rest yeah. of my stories for the whole month are gonna be exactly. about it. So. Um. So anyway, but uh, with it being Women's History Month, I will be bringing up the National Park Service again in a later episode. But I don't want to spoil that one. So I am so shook that you would bring the National Park Service up again after this. That seems crazy. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't think. Don't. Don't no, I mean, I, I love hear hearing it. about it. And there's so many national parks and so many stories. So yeah. continue. Yes. Okay. Um. So, yeah. But I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, National parks are definitely a big part of my life. We live within about four hours from three different national parks, including North Cascades National Park, Olympic National Park, and Mount Rainier National Park. Um, the sure. big daddy. We, the big daddy. Big daddy Rainier um, I'm definitely not biased in saying this, but I believe that we have some of the best national parks in the country in Washington. Um, but I mean, I have been to some other ones and I've always wanted to go to Yosemite. Uh, but Yellowstone, which I'll talk about in here, crazy place, insane. Um, crazy, yeah, insane, crazy. Uh, number one, crazy. <laughs> number two, number two, insane. insane. Um, and I've been to the Redwoods, which that was just, oh. Ugh, I wood, am I right? Wood, <laughs> you are right about that. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, I do think that we have some of the most incredible. I've, yeah, I've always I wanted mean, to go to Denali. It's well, not I want to go to all of them, but. For literally, like, I will see one single tree, and I'm like, that's the prettiest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. So, it ain't hard And we to live please. in Washington. And Washington is, I mean, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. Washington is 
Chef's kiss. Chef's Gorgina. Oh, I anyway. literally drove an hour and went for a hike earlier today. And it, I mean, one of my favorite hikes. There's also hikes closer than that. Um, but yeah, just got to like my friend texted me in the middle of the day and was like, want to go hiking? And I was like, I sure do. And so we did. And it was amazing. Yes. I love I love hiking. It makes you thankful. Makes you thankful for where you live. Yes. And I'm going to crap on my brother for just a second. Moved to friggin' Pittsburgh today. Also, Washington has plenty of flat ass areas too, so. I, I mean, it does. But also, but like, I don't know why I'm trying to say that. I'm like, uh, and your <laughs> point? What well, about it? I mean, it? I have been there and I I honestly wouldn't want to live there. Anyway, not to You've not get to Eastern Pittsburgh? Washington. No, oh. Eastern Washington. Oh, no, I was talking about Pittsburgh. Where yeah, I know. I, I was saying, like, just saying that Washington does have oh, oh, flat yes. parts, too. I like. just like to forget that Eastern Washington is part of Washington. <laughs> no, you I don't, because we go there sometimes. Occasionally, but, like, Leavenworth You're isn't Eastern slut. Washington. Okay, yeah, that's true. It's Central Washington, if um, anything. Yeah, the occasional trip over there for, like... What? the Well, the gorge. The gorge. Yeah, the gorge. I mean, there are some gorge views, but they're few and far between. They are. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. There's plenty of cool stuff out there to see, and we're going to move on to <laughs> the now. Moving on from bitterness about Eastern Washington. Okay, so it's anyway. What? <clears throat> I said it's because the right wing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's get into it. Um, to get the backstory of the National Park Service, we have to start with the founding of Yellowstone, America's first national park. Uh, actually, the world's first national park. Yes. Uh, America, America started the train. America. Um, so Wait, so did, did you mention how it just had its 150th birthday then? Well, I was going to get to oh, that. but Sorry. That's fine. Well, did you say the year in the beginning? No. Oh. Not yet. I'm so (laughs) sorry. I said this is a March story, but I'll get into it in a little bit. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill myself. Well, spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler alert. Um, So, anyway. um, Oh, yeah. I literally, in my notes right here, I'm like, this is the part that makes it a March story. (laughs) But I'll get into that in a little bit. It's right there. You son of a bitch. Uh, okay, so anyway, also as many of my stories I've told get into a bit, there's going to be some not super chill things the U.S. government has inflicted on indigenous people in this story as well. They're not known for well. being super chill. Not known for being super chill. Um, and yeah, it just, it like when I'm talking about the national parks and the most beautiful areas of our country it has to be known who was inhabiting them first yeah who we literally stole it yeah from. i get yeah i'll get into it um so many people think of yellowstone as the pristine landscape that has been untouched by humans but that is not accurate at all uh before the westward expansion yellowstone has been used and occupied by indigenous tribes such as the uh Tukudika, the Kiowa, Blackfeet, Cayuse, Coeur d'Alene, Shoshone and Nez Perce tribes uh, amongst others uh for thousands of years yellowstone has a large amount of obsidian deposits obsidian Ooh. is a 
very special material. Um, and it c- I didn't know this until I was looking into this. It can be sharpened to 10 times that of a razor blade. Damn. Isn't that the craziest thing yeah, ever? I've seen like obsidian knives, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. Also, obsidian just looks oh, really yeah. crazy. Oh, no, it's, yeah. It's crazy. Um, rocks. Want, rocks. Um, the indigenous people would use this obsidian they mined to make knives, uh, hide scraping tools, points of spears, darts, and arrowheads. Uh, in Yellowstone, at a place called Obsidian Cliff, there have been more than 50 quarry sites found, some of them with Damn. pits that are up to, like, chest deep, uh, that the indigenous people probably used the scapular uh, blade of an elk to dig out the obsidian. Damn. Which I'm like, that's the ingenuity. 50. 50 sites, with, like, just on this, uh, what the obsidian cliff. Um, so this obsidian was highly sought after and traded around all over the country. Uh, all obsidian flows have their own distinctive chemical signatures and can be identified by X-ray fluorescence. <sighs> um, and cool. for those of you that don't know how obsidian is made, it's basically when lava is shooting out of the ground and cools at it like extremely quick rate it just forms into obsidian instead of just like regular lava rock which is so fucking cool. oh my god rock formation is so crazy yeah i oh got like a book of like minerals and rocks and stuff that uh, goes through all of like the different creation of different types of rocks and having to do with There's like heat and pressure so many and different like things and i don't understand any of it yeah and it's so cool no i love learning about it it's so it's so insane um so anyway uh since the 1960s when the x-ray fluorescence identification technique was first used scientists have found obsidian from obsidian cliff in yellowstone in the rockies the great plains Alberta, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ontario. So the obsidian collected by the indigenous people in Yellowstone definitely made its rounds over the thousands of years that they occupied that land. Uh, In the 1800s, a few of the European settlers had explored the area of Yellowstone. Most of the ones that had were trappers or hunters. Uh, between 1869 to 1871, multiple government-directed explorations were made into the area. On an exploration in 1871, a government geologist brought along with him William Jackson, a photographer, and Thomas Moran, a landscape artist. Uh, these paintings and photographs that they um, like made and took while they were there allowed the general population of the country to see and understand the unique beauty of the Yellowstone area. Um, this caught the attention of Congress, and on March 1st, 1872, <laughs> thank you, Pearl, for, for ruining, ruining the literal point. The point of this story. On March 1st, 1872, a movement was passed to set aside 2 million acres of public land in what is now Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. This officialized Yellowstone as the first national park in history. Uh, this did not come, with, uh, come without a massive loss to indigenous people. Uh, unfortunately, as they... Um, uh, they were removed from the land by the army and put onto reservations. 
U.S. citizens were told when this park was created that no indigenous people had ever resided on this land and that it was pristine and hadn't been untouched for thousands of years. I love that, that like, them being there would make it not pristine? Yeah, exactly. The fuck? It's like, and they, God. so I was reading an article um, from the Smithsonian of a guy who does a lot of, like, studies of indigenous history in Yellowstone and he'll Mm -hmm. go to like a bunch of like really remote places in Yellowstone and he was talking to some people about um, some of the pamphlets that they still actually hand out in Yellowstone to this day. I can't remember the exact quote but it was essentially something like come experience these pristine untouched lands essentially mm-hmm. and it was like he was talking to um indigenous tribe members and um that he was like so, so how do you feel about this still being like in the brochure and they're like yeah right untouched like literally yeah, my literally people were there for off, thousands dude. of y- years like Ugh. using utilizing land oh that's right the the they said um the US government like told all of the citizens that there had been no indigenous people there because they were afraid of the geysers which was in fact very untrue yeah exactly also if you're gonna come up with a lie come up with a better lie other than pull that shit out of their ass no exactly it's like fucking disrespectful what yeah just like the term reservation it's like here this is reserved for you guys even though literally this entire fucking thing was yours to begin with exactly um so the only positive i can see in the setting aside of this land is i would have been afraid of what the european settlers would have done to it if it hadn't become protected land true um so i was like okay like god i mean i Positive in the shitty situation, but like obviously would have been better if none of that had to happen. Um, so though many men in Congress only voted in favor of the protection of this land because they didn't see it as economically valuable, it sparked something that began a preservation movement around the country. In the following, in the years following Yellowstone becoming the first national park, the government began setting aside more and more land that was to remain protected and untouched by development or harvesting for resources. Sequoia National Park became the second national park in uh, 1890, as did Yosemite. Yosemite was actually the first land that the U.S. federal government had set aside specifically for preservation and public use in 1862 by Abraham Lincoln before Yellowstone had become a national park. Uh, And then Mount Rainier became the fourth national park in 1899, then Crater Lake in 1902, which I was like, cool. Mount Rainier was like fourth national park ever. That's That's really cool. Killing it. Uh, In 1906, President Theodore Roosevelt signed the Antiquities Act, which gave presidents authority to create national monuments and preserve areas of natural or historic interests on public lands this he did mostly to preserve and protect prehistoric ruins and artifacts of the indigenous people so it's like good on you theo thank you for that uh his first uh he used this act first to declare devil's tower in wyoming as the first national monument which solid choice my dude that's a pretty i want to go there that that place sounds cool my my dad actually just went there last year oh cool show me some pictures it's 
crazy. I mean, I'm also, sure. it's like supposedly super paranormal, like <gasps> super like. Uh, uh, I mean, it's. I, th- I think it's literally in an episode of X Files. Um, like it's scary. been. I mean, that kind of shit. I mean, you have to think. I mean, did they say why? Like, I mean, is it because of like? I mean, uh, have you native... seen what David Devil no, Star I looks haven't. like? It's just like this shoot up tower of essentially lava rock that goes for like hundreds of feet up if not like no it's probably even a couple thousand feet up i'm not 100 percent sure i haven't seen it in person but it's just like this cylindrical tower just that shot out of the earth so people like in like alien movies and stuff cylindrical tower okay that's enough (laughs) um but in like paranormal movies and stuff it'll be like a landing place for aliens because it's like flat on the top i think for the most part um and so yeah it's just like but also there's been like real life paranormal stuff that people have yeah i'm just curious like is it the site of something like in the past does it have to do with the native i don't like it does it was a very like it held so super super significance for the indigenous people of the area so they're like well because i know there's a story having to do with another mountain there something about a bear i mean i'm sure lots of uh, honestly lots of national park lands are probably haunted oh yeah whatever you know you think haunting the world is, is haunted you know Cause that's some bad energy. Yeah, stealing shit from people who had it first. Anyway. Yeah, that's why our country is going the way it is. Uh, and that's anyway. why national parks are so like hauntingly beautiful. Sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes there's an eerie aspect that's like. And why they have uh one of my favorite podcasts, National Park After Dark. A lot of crazy lot of shit crazy goes down stuff. in national parks. Yeah, I uh, would to that highly podcast. recommend listening to that podcast. Um, yeah, Even as someone it. who doesn't hike, I love that podcast. Anyway, yeah. it's just their their banter is great. Their stories are great. I mean, well researched stories. Very interesting stories, and just kind of shows you how to not be a dumbass in the woods. Yeah, love it. Uh, anyway, all right, getting back to it. So the beginnings of what would later become the National Park Service were a bit of trial and error. Uh, There was not an overall branch of the government meant specifically for, like, national parks and monuments. They were actually separately maintained by different parts of the federal government, such as the War Department and the Forest Service Agency. Um, so as an, as an example of the mismanagement of the early national parks is the case of Nathaniel Langford, the first appointed superintendent of Yellowstone National Park. He was not given a salary or staff or substantial resources to do his job of warding off poachers and vandals. Uh, the U.S. Army actually ended up coming in and taking over control of the park in 1886. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, literally. How the uh, fuck it, was he supposed to do anything? No, exactly. It was They were just kind of like, um, just... Also, do, I do, do not it. know why, but my immediate imagination, it was just some, like, Mr. Clean-looking guy in the park by himself. Um, why Mr. Clean? I don't know why. I don't, I don't like but, that like, very much. But, like, biting everyone off creepy. by himself, and I'm like, oh, poor guy. Right? <laughs> He's like literally just like beating He's everybody like, okay, up. Okay, what the fuck? And I'm not getting paid for this. Right? I know that was the other thing. I was like, why did you <laughs> agree to this? Fuck? 
Yeah. So. So the army, though. Yeah, the army came what? in and took it over. Yeah, because it was also part of the War Department, the and fuck? yeah, I. It's. War? It was a mess. It was a mess. It was just what is they the were kind of like doing. I They're mean, fighting off poachers and whatnot, or is that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically just maintaining the preservation of the okay. land and so yeah. Weird. I don't Never really knew know that. exactly what kind of amenities Yellowstone had in 1886, but right. I would not assume much. <laughs> 1886. I don't think was, that they were like cleaning toilets. There were or that anything. many amenities. In yeah. Period. Doesn't matter where you live. Um, okay, so anyway, John Muir and members of the Sierra Club, amongst other environmentalists, pe- uh, petitioned for stronger protection of the natural park lands after Congress approved a dam being built in the Hetch Hetchy Valley uh, to provide fresh water to the growing city of San Francisco. They believed this could be done by creating one unified federal service in which to manage the parks. Uh, This led to President Woodrow Wilson creating the National Park Service on August 25, 1916, with the National Park Service Organic Act. Today, the National Park Service oversees 417 national parks and monuments um, that span over 84 million acres. It is estimated that these national sites generate about $35 million in revenue for our economy, believe that's a year i didn't actually get the timeline on that but not like 35 million like since the beginning i'm pretty sure it's uh, i well yeah with i mean passes they sell it's got to be anyway um (laughs) and it is estimated that roughly 327 million people visited the national parks in 2019 alone so that's a lot of a lot of freaking people uh, the parks still face dangers, however. Funding cuts between 2011 to 2018 um, left the National Park Service with 11% less employees. This is not because of lack of attendance within the parks. It's actually been quite the opposite. Uh, the parks have actually had record highs in the last decade. Um In addition to this, back in 2017, the House of Representatives Natural Resource Committee passed an act that made it harder to create new national monuments under the Antiquities Act, the act that President Roosevelt put into place, um, and gave the president authority to reduce the size of existing national monuments. We had actually seen some of this come into play back in 2017 when Trump reduced Bears National Bear, or sorry, Bears Ears National Monument and Grand Staircase Escalante, reducing them in size by a collective two million acres to then be developed. But thankfully, in 2021, President Biden restored those lands to their former size to protect them from being developed. During his statement on the subject, he said, "These protections provide a bridge to our past, but they are also, uh, but they also build a bridge to a safer, more sustainable future." Uh, this terrible act brought up uh, the uh, act that was kind of letting the president like make things smaller. Uh, it brought uh, along the creation of the. Alt National Park Service. This is a group of National Park Service employees, federal government officials, state park administrators, environmentalists, among others, with a mission to stand up for the National Park Service to help protect and preserve the environment for future generations to come. So I kind of also want to do another story on Alt. them, but wait. I didn't so that get was created recently. More recently, yeah, like with I believe it was within the time since the um, House of Representatives Natural Resource Committee passed that act. 
Um, but I need to I need to look more into them. I kind of just started brushing on the subject yeah, I'm sure at that the could, end of my story. You could get into a lot with that. Also, yeah. when you said alt National Park Service, I'm just thinking of like alt people. Oh. But like national parks. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking hilarious. You know, they're like alternative. <laughs> right. <laughs> They've all got nose rings. Exactly. Um, well, yeah. wow. That's my story Love and I'm it. sticking to it. Um, Yeah. Well, that was great. That was great. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that <was> <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there's anything else. I don't think there's anything left to be we're, said. We're, it's our bedtime. It's our bedtime. It's, it's baby's bedtime. Baby bedtime. It's tired time. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, We hope you liked it. Yeah, if, if you, you did, did like it, oh. go and give us a little five-star review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. We would very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You, you got can any follow us. Um, you can Instagram follow us a on those platforms. On those platforms, and Instagram is Yikes That's Amazing Podcast. And no, it's just nope, Yikes, yikes that's, that's Amazing. I, I literally, I was like, I know as <laughs> I'm saying this, remember. that's not correct. No, um, and then our email is Yikes That's Amazing Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, you can send us your story, send us suggestions, send us feedback, criticism, hate mail. Just anything. Photos of your grandma. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't send us what? that. That would be really <laughs> that fucking was weird. really weird. Although I also, would be like really laughing to get a picture of a random grandma. I'd be like, "Who is this? Get out of my email, Granny." This is gonna come back to haunt us after <laughs> like after we've we been get going famous. for a while, <laughs> and y- our inbox just gets flooded with Granny pictures. Honestly, Grannies make the world go round. Uh, what was it? Uh, sassy old broads. Oh, the sassy old broads. Yes, yeah. sassy old broads make the world go uh, round. Yes, they yes. do. Anyway, I'm gonna stop talking about old ladies now. Love you guys. Love Thanks you. for listening. Thank you. Bye.